NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver is taking place for the first time ever in two nights, both on April 7th and April 8th. And my guest for today is taking on the NXT champion Finn Balor on the main event of night two. Ladies and gentlemen, Karrion Cross. What's up, Cross? Not a whole lot. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm very excited to talk to you. I'm guessing like you're obviously looking forward to this match heading into NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling very good. Training nonstop every day as usual. Getting ready for the big one. Awesome. So here's the thing that I kind of want to jump in and start talking to you about because you had to relinquish your NXT championship prior to your shoulder injury. So how did it feel to you for you to have your momentum sort of halted and now coming back after this injury and trying to get back up there, trying to be the top guy once again on NXT? I mean, the injury itself and uh, being taken completely off course was absolutely devastating, as you could imagine. You know, it's my life's work. Um, uh, you know, as I've said before, it was it's the perception is that I was in NXT for a short period of time and found all the success, but people don't take into consideration that it's been many, many, many years that I put into this craft in order to get that one night, you know, NXT TakeOver 30 at the time to get in the ring and compete for that belt. Um, I put everything into that moment. So um, to have that all derailed so randomly in a freak accident, uh, it was brutal. But like anything in life, when you're dealing with a very serious, uh, you know, traumatic situation, you got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and say, where can I find the silver linings in the situation? And I did that and I rehabbed and recovered um, way, way, way before they thought I was going to get back, which I was very happy about. And, you know, we're just back on track and we're going to stay after it now. And here's the thing, though, is that while you were gone, Finn Balor sort of went on an absolute tear, having all these very high caliber matches with, you know, so many people. So he's definitely feeling confident heading into this match. So what are your thoughts, you know, going into this match with Finn Balor, knowing that he's sort of on a he, he has that confidence streak going for him right now? Yes, um, I think that's great. Um I think it's important to have confidence, especially you know, more than anything in that position. But uh, like most people I get in the ring with, uh, that confidence seems to fly out the window the moment I put my hands around their neck. And I think we saw that last week. You know, he, he likes to talk about, you know, walk like a champion, talk like a champion. When I grabbed him by the back of his head, the back of his head felt like the back of everybody else's head. Didn't feel any different like a world champion's head, per se. Uh, you know, when I ping-ponged him all over the place, he felt just like everybody else. So we'll see where his confidence is at at Stand and Deliver because I think it's going out the window like it usually does. I definitely agree with you. I think after NXT last week, especially like that closing image of Finn just there laying there and you literally on top of him along with Scarlett. I mean, I think that was a pretty awesome moment to end the week, to end the show. So now here's the thing. Obviously, we mentioned this at the top of this is that the unique, the unique thing about NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver is that it's two nights on a weekend with so much great wrestling from WWE taking place. So what is motivating you to become NXT champion once again? but also end Balor's reign in a memorable way. I think the biggest motivating thing for me, obviously, is to kind of get back the full momentum that I had coming in before the injury. Um, I had a vision that I was dead set on manifesting into NXT. And, you know, we just, we lost that. We lost that perfect, uh, that perfect vision, this this thing that I was going to create for everyone to see. This is an opportunity now to get that back. 
and to bring something new to life that no one has seen before. Carrying Cross as NXT champion defending, people have no idea what they're in for. It's going to be awesome. Um, obviously, I got to take this guy down in order to do that. I'm feeling very confident, especially after last week. I'm pretty certain I can do it. So given that many can argue that Finn Balor is one of the best, if not the best NXT champions of, of all time, how do you prepare for a guy like him? And what would it mean to you to walk out as champion over somebody whose reign is held so, you know, so up there in high regards? Preparing for him, I, I think a lot of guys might try to drop weight. I think a lot of guys might try to get lighter, try to keep up with his speed. I'm actually going to do the opposite. I think I'm going to get bigger. I think I'm going to get stronger. And I'm going to expect him to try to move away from me in the match. I'm expecting him to try to stay behind me. I'm expecting him to try to use a lot of submissions, try to take me down, might go for the knees, might go for the eyes, things that uh, other people haven't tried yet. I'm going to cut the ring off. And it's only a matter of time before I get a hold of him and smash him. We already know I can do that. We just saw that last week. I don't think he can run for me for, you know, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes an hour. There's no way. Eventually I'm going to get a hold of him and he's done what I do. Amazing. I, for one, am very much looking forward to your match against Finn Balor. Seriously. So now I kind of want to switch gears a little bit because one of the things that I think has been very excited, exciting to see, you know, throughout since you debuted on NXT, seeing you each and every single week. One of my favorite things is obviously a lot of your character work that you do. This includes your entrance. This includes all these little like, you know, creative promos, the way you and Scarlett, you know, really, really portray yourselves on screen. So my question to you, is where do you both you and Scarlett draw in inspiration and ideas for everything that you guys do on camera in the ring even just like the 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 way that you guys work with each other even well uh I'll, I'll throw one random one out there have you ever seen the movie Repo the Genetic Opera I have not okay this is a it's a horror movie musical um her and I are very big into theater we both enjoy theater we haven't had theater for like a year, you know, obviously with everything going on, but um, we used to always go to, um, we always used to watch shows and uh, we're, we're big into musical stuff. And we were just thinking when we got here, what are some things that we could introduce into NXT that, that haven't been done, um, but also might be cliche and nostalgic, maybe some things that, that have been done in the past that are just no longer being done in general. Um, and so we drew a lot of inspiration from Reaper, the genetic opera, uh, Evil Dead, a lot of retro horror movie stuff. We've, we've always just kind of connected on that. We both like to sit down and watch horror movies together. And um, I think subconsciously uh, certain things that we see and we like, or, you know, whether it's visually or audibly, they stick with us and you just can't shake them. Like anybody, like when you watch a good movie or you read a good novel or, or anything like that. So, but Repo Genetic Opera is a big one. See, and that's what I, this is why I wanted to ask you that question, because when I see that stuff, it feels very, not just creative, but it feels unique to you and to your personality. So it makes sense to me that it was something that you got, you know, from something that you're genuinely interested in, because it shows it comes across on television. Like if anybody else was trying to portray what you guys are doing, it's not necessarily going to come across the same because it feels very unique to you and who you are. So that's super awesome. Um, so Carrie, let's go ahead and jump into this so obviously NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver taking place WrestleMania weekend but WrestleMania we're back in business we're finally getting you know 
people, real audiences. That must feel very exciting, not, you know, for not just the fans, but also for the talents. So one of the things that I do want to ask you about is WWE produced a PSA on COVID vaccination. So I kind of want to get your thoughts on that and why it's important for them to put this message out there to, to everybody. I think it's important to educate people um, about as many options as possible about improving your health. This is where we're at. We all need to be able to have these options. And I think we all want to get back to normal. It's very important. Exactly. And here's how are you feeling? Like just knowing that now there's like a, a more of a glimmer of hope that, hey, we're having people at WrestleMania. So this is obviously a step forward into finally, you know, having people constantly at shows, kind of like it used to be back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Like that? It's so crazy. Um, I, I'm Look, I'm very... I'm very happy that we are progressing. You know what I mean? When you think about where we were a year ago, nationally, globally, we've made major steps forward. You know, where we are today is so much better than where we were last year. I'm very happy about it. Amazing, amazing. So Cross, we're, we're going to wrap this up, the first portion of our interview. But one of my favorite things to do with everybody that I talk to is this lightning round game. So basically, I'm going to ask you 10 random questions about yourself, just random stuff. And you kind of go ahead and answer them however you want, as fast as you want, or whatever comes to your head. And we're going to go ahead and do it. So it's usually uh, a good way to get to know you a little bit more. So here we go. Are you guys ready for a lightning round with Carrie and Cross? Let's do oh. this. Question number one, I, I, I feel you're like, I like how you're like a little bit nervous. You're like, what is she going to ask? <laughs> Question number one, favorite movie of all time? Best of the best. Question number two, the best snack or meal to have on a cheat day? Ice cream. Oh yeah. What flavor? What's your go-to? Oh, uh, probably chocolate peanut butter. Nice. Question number three, the first and last concert you ever attended? A perfect circle in Paris with Scarlet. Um, it was at the last one? Uh, yeah, that was the very last one. It was uh, maybe about a year and a half ago. We were in, we were in France. And we, awesome. We live with uh, Chelsea Wolfe, actually. Wonderful. What, what was your first concert ever? Oh, first one ever was Amana Marth, which is a Viking heavy metal band in Toronto back in, oh man, I don't know. Maybe I was 14 or 15 years old. <laughs> Question number four, name your top three favorite bands of all time. Okay, A Perfect Circle, uh, Danzig, and probably Metallica. Nice. Question number five, fa uh, wrestler you were most starstruck by? I'm going to say Ric Flair. And I will tell you, I, I was a bodyguard for a very long time and I was working around celebrities in the nightclub industry many moons ago before I had anything to do with wrestling. I was around celebrities all the time. I was around professional athletes all the time. I grew up with a boxing, wrestling, family culture. We were in the gyms. I never got starstruck by anybody. Something about, I was 16 years old. I met him in New York. He was at an autograph signing. Something about making eye contact with Ric Flair and it was totally unexpected. I was like, oh, I'm going to meet Ric Flair. I ran up. Boom, we hit like this, and I just I froze. And I was like, Starstruck is real. I was it really like, oh my is. God. I couldn't even talk. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, to stay. I couldn't believe it. And he just looked at me like he's seen this a million times. He's like, How you doing, kid? Like, oh. oh my God. And it's kind of embarrassing, though, right? Like when you get Starstruck, because you're like, I never knew that I could be like this, you know? Yes, it was very funny. That's so awesome. Question number six, what is your favorite city to wrestle in? Oh, man. Well, uh, it, 
I have to structure it like this. In the United States, uh, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely Florida. I mean, I, I would I would probably say Orlando right now. You know, prior 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 to prior to the last two years, it used to be Los Angeles, um, but it's Orlando right now. And then second to that, I'll say in Mexico, uh, Mexico City, and uh, in Canada, I would say uh, I would say Toronto. And uh, I bet that they're all different from each other, right? Like Toronto, Mexico, the U.S., all of them. Yes, completely different crowds, different reactions. Japan would definitely be Tokyo, and then uh, India, I would say New Delhi. Incredible. I love the fact that you can like pinpoint like so many different cities like around the world of like just places that you've been to places that you've been able to experience the different types of fandoms uh, from wrestling fans. So here we go. Uh, question number seven. What is your favorite way to spend a day off? This is going to sound <laughs> this is going to sound really boring to most people. But honestly, I am a very routine person. I'm very militant. I, I like I like healthy routines. I like to get up in the morning and I like to exercise and train in the sun, um, just peace and quiet um, and just just have a very slow day. I like to have very slow days where I'm not rushed. Um, I really enjoy training. <laughs> it's all I do, but I really enjoy it. So if I'm able to do that without, you know, having to run errands and, and, and be all over the place and do certain things, just having a nice slow day out in the sun is a perfect day for me. I don't need much. I'm a minimalist. I love that. I love that. Question number eight. Uh, who made who made the first move? You or Scarlett? Oh man, I <clears throat> I guess <laughs> I guess you could say she did. <laughs> she did? Oh, I was I thought this question was gonna be predictable. It's like he's gonna say him. Oh, okay, but it was Scarlett. May I ask I'll how? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you something good. So <clears throat> when when her and I met. Uh, there was a there was a spark and there was a connection and um, anyone who's ever had that experience knows what I'm talking about it's like there's just a thing in the room when you know two people gravitate towards each other and we were both terrified of it <laughs> so we tried to stay away from each other for like a long time actually it was kind of like her and I were so attracted to each other that it was actually intimidating to the both of us so we tried to actually stay away from each other for a while um, oh, I got so, chills from that. <laughs> it's yeah. like a movie. <laughs> and so, you know, I guess uh, just one time out of many, we were just hanging out and, uh, and yeah, she, she made a move. So she's like, I couldn't handle it anymore. I had to do it. The anticipation of like, obviously there was this energy between you guys that, you know, you could, you could cut with the, with the, what are they, the other side saying you could cut the, you can cut the, the intensity in the room or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Question number nine, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? <clears throat> for me, for me, this is crazy. So I've always been terrified of um, deep open water. So I can swim in a pool. I can, I can, in like a controlled environment, I got no problem. I, I don't need to see the bottom, but when you're talking about an ocean, that's, you know, 800 to a thousand feet deep and it's wide open and anything can be in it or even a lake that I'm unfamiliar with and I can't see where I'm going or swimming. I don't like that. I grew up with Jaws, it's staying with me forever. Um, so I recently I went on a trip to Tulum and uh, it was actually after the injury and I was rehabbing. And I was just in a place mentally, psychologically where I, I was bothered at being aware of my limitations and I don't like discovering that I have limitations because I, then I don't want them to be limitations anymore. So 
she was with me, uh, two friends of ours were with me, and I decided to go uh, snorkeling in the Gulf of Mexico. And it was terrifying, but I'm glad I did it. It was awesome. I, the moment I jumped off the boat, I mean, there was like the worst riptide too, which I, I don't recommend anyone swimming in, but I didn't know the difference. I'd never gone snorkeling. They didn't want to scare me, so they didn't say anything. So I'm swimming through a riptide in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico and the water's like wrapping me around. And I just recovered from this and I felt good. But like, you know, at that time, that's actually when I knew I was going to be able to go back to the ring because I was able to swim through that and I had no pain, no injury, nothing. Um, but going out into the, into the middle of the ocean, I think was the craziest thing that personally I've ever done. Um, when you think about all the things that could go wrong, it was pretty crazy. And it was one of the most enlightening, uh, spiritual experiences I think I've ever had to be able to engage with another world, um, and, and just be a visitor there and to just be able to leave. Everything was great. Like it was awesome. Seriously, power to you, because when it comes to the ocean, the ocean always wins. So I definitely get that fear. But you know what? It seems to me like you conquered it. So last question, question number 10, name one item that is still on your bucket list. The NXT title. Perfect. And that rounds us up. Karen Cross, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. It was very exciting to talk to you. Thank you guys so much for watching my interview with Karen Cross. Cross will be challenging for the NXT Championship against Finn Balor on night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, which is taking place both on April 7th and April 8th. In the United States, you can watch on the Peacock. Everywhere outside of the United States, you can watch on the WWE Network. Until next time, I'm Denise Salcedo, and I'll see you guys later. Thank you guys so much for watching. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please don't forget to leave me a super nice review and a five-star rating. Plus, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo for funny wrestling, commentary, guest updates, silly live stuff, and more.